Uh, welcome to episode three of the Dead Bod podcast. I believe we've made it to episode three. I know, like we made it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been looking and like we're on like, I think our audience size is 62. That's, That's crazy. That is really, really, really good. Um, it can only get better. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I've just been not really done that many interesting things this week. Um, just been doing a bit of reading, a bit of working, lots of sleeping. Uh, I made pretzels, you know. Ooh. I know I saw a picture of them they actually looked really good <laughs> I'm just surprised I managed to get the shape like it was like a mastermind Maybe was all trying to like actually get it to look like a pretzel but there we go um <clears throat> and I don't know yet so but I have had I had a pigeon in my house the other day <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> no <biggie. laughs> so I have like so pigeons had a baby on my balcony so I've been feeding him, um, you know, like, I don't want him to die or anything, like. Yeah. And, and then um, I was sat in front of, like, a mirror in my living room. I was sat there doing my makeup, and I saw this thing behind me. Oh, God. And he was just there, and I was like, beacon, no. <laughs> and I was trying to get him out, and he just wasn't going. Like, an overconfident little shit. And then, um, and then so that happened. I had a guy throw up all over my house and leave. Oh no! Julian, Is... everywhere. What? Why? So, so <laughs> it's my own fault, really. I was on a night, like I went to the pub. We're in like a social bubble, rule of six. Mm. He was like a new person into the social bubble, so I wasn't like breaking any rules. Like there was enough of us. Yeah. And then um, he came back to mine. He was like, "I can't afford a taxi home." It was only eighteen, so I was like, "All right, well, you know." Uh, his friend Ty, who he was with, had left. So I was like, mm, you can just stay on the couch, that's fine. Yeah. You know, like, I've got to be up at work at seven, whatever. And I got home from work at one, and we were just sick on the couch, sick in the corner, sick on the stairs. And the guy was gone. The guy was gone. I sent in like this really long message like you're a piece of shit I hope you've got alcohol poisoning that's disgusting and he's like I'm really sorry I'll send you money for the cleaning and the blankets and stuff and I was like that's 46 minutes of my life that I will not get back of like cleaning your sick but he was so weird he was sick all around the house like a weird little dog <laughs> it was vile it was horrid <laughs> do you think you made that noise do you know that noise that dogs make <laughs> You know, you hear it in the middle of the night. What the fuck's that? Look yeah. at the bottom of your bed and it's your dog throwing up. Oh, I was so, <laughs> that I was is horrendous. And that then I got um, got some rats. Yeah. It, like pet ones, not just leaving yeah, pet ones. No, the only vermin I've got that is not a pet is the pigeons and they think they're pets. Oh, okay. Well, I do love them. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and then I started watching um, on, on Amazon Prime, I started watching The Boys. I've been recommended that so many times. You know what? Um, I like it. It's good. You do. You do like it. I, I enjoy it. Well, I'm going to... I've had so many people recommend that to me, so I am going to give that a go. Um, I was looking into watching... Is it Haunting of Blythe Manor or something like that? Blythe. But I've had a lot of people tell me that it's terrible. 
Yeah, well, have you watched The Haunting of Hill House? I did. It was one of the few Netflix haunted scary series type things that I actually watched other than like American Horror Story and that kind yeah. Have you watched Ratchet yet? I watched episode one or two. I can't decide if I like it. I don't no, know. No, neither can I. But then every single person that's gone past like episode one is like, you really need to watch it. It's amazing. You're going to love it. And I'm like, I just feel like American Horror Story, everything is always the same. Like it's the same principle in every single season. Like it's the same kind of like directing, same kind of story. Same. I don't know. It's just American Horror Story is really predictable. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, for American Horror Story, series one and two, I adored. Absolutely yeah. adored. And then it it just got, a, it lost its way a bit. Like I stopped yeah. watching it after Freak Show and I kind of thought, I'm not going to w- watch anymore because it's going to it's going to dirty this for me. But um, we just that, like, that season two would have been absolutely spectacular if it wasn't for the aliens. What was, what was the point? Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> we need ah. an excuse for something. Aliens. Yeah. Well, I always put aliens. It's like they oh, ruined it. Whatever. But, um, well, this week we chose a subject. I think we've... I've proper struggled with this subject. Yeah. And I thought... It's it's more because of we've as we sort of quickly mentioned to each other before, we wanted to tell you about um untold fairy tales um and that kind of thing because unlike well, not a lot of people know it, but the true endings for many fairy tales that you and me would know and you and me would tell people or people tell their children, the things written in children's books, the things shown on in Disney films is not how the fairy tale was originally written it has been edited and changed over time to sort of fit a in. Lot darker. yeah yeah it's, it's been made to be a lot more child friendly in in today's world um, but for some reason i could not find any of the like stories online it was just really difficult like and i want going out to buy a book you call fuck off i ain't got that much money <laughs> Like our library's even open. If anyone course. would like to donate to our Patreon, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag sponsors were so poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I'm sat here, it's so cold, we've got no heating. Oh, <laughs> just, um, I can see her on camera. She's got about 25 dressing gowns on there, about 12 hours. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was really difficult. I did get recommended by my um, flatmate's girlfriend, Elle. She did a whole dissertation on this. So but obviously she had the handiness of the university library. Oh, yeah. Of um, She did about like these tales and stuff. And she told me to watch a film called Tale of Tales. I have not watched it yet. Maybe right. I'll watch it. Okay. Uh, it was something to add to the list. I've not heard of it. Um... But before we start, I have, um, I have a little snippet of... I feel like you'll enjoy this. Okay. <laughs> so... Let me get it up. I'm gonna to have to keep pausing my mic as well because I'm so worried I'm gonna like cough and everything. Um okay, so so the story that you read on the episode on episode one, this is from my mate Andrew, about the kids seeing the guy in the vent above his bed um happened to an author called Grady Hendrix. Um he now writes horror novels that blend humor, horror, and gore. And I am hundred percent positive that's something watching his sleep. Uh, watching him sleep for months on end, then discovering a rotten corpse in his ceiling had a lot to do with his chosen career path. Oh, 
that's a so cool wrote, little yeah he wrote a book called my best friend's exorcism oh okay that my friend andrew that andrew's just been reading if you want to andrew reads loads of books he has a reading instagram it's called like reading andrew okay no well... like he reading andrew instagram but he said that it's him that that happened to us so it is true uh yeah okay I, I did read it from a story that claimed to be true so it's always good to back it up with a little bit of a further that thing. just makes it so much worse like it was <laughs> like a creepy pasta reddit thing but <laughs> um we will drop uh andrew's instagram <laughs> name on in the info uh, just in case you want to check his page out um so some of the stories that everybody knows around the world tend to be from Grimm's fairy tales which were the original collection of fairy tales published in 1812 some of these stories are tales from around the world and if you don't know a bit about us now we of course like to look up the creepy strange and bizarre stories so we applied that way of thinking to our research for this week's podcast um I found a few sort of folklore tales which I guess we're, we're basically down as fairy tales slash myths um, yeah. from other countries because I thought that would be a little bit more interesting. Um, and one of the stranger ones I came across was something beca- called a, a Popo Bawa, which is a Swahili name, and it translates literally as batwing. Um, okay. The Popo Bawa is a spirit and although it's not a bat, it's described as a shape-shifting entity. The name is originated as the description of the dark shadow, which is cast by the spirit when it attacks at night. So when people have seen this thing attack, it looks like a bat, apparently. Um, the Papa Bauer is said to be able to take either human or animal form and typically visits homes at night, but can also be seen in the daytime. It is sometimes associated with the presence of a sulfurous odour, so it's that horrible eggy smell. Um, I'm sure everybody knows what that smells like. It is just rank. Um, and the Papa Bauer attacks men, women and children may attack all members of the household before passing on to another house in the neighborhood its nocturnal attacks can compromise of simple assaults poltergeist-like phenomena but most feared is the sexual assault and anal sodomizing of men and women what yeah how crazy is that um it's basically got a lot to do with um, election cycles, which is something else that I just found bizarre. Um, All right, so you were definitely going around when Donald Trump were <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it says victims are often urged to tell others that they have been assaulted and are threatened with um, repeated repeat visits by the Papa Bauer if they do not. Um, during the Papa Bauer panics, many people try to guard against attacks by spending the night away or um, staying up outside their house, often huddled around open fires with other family members and neighbours. And the oh, reason... I mean, that sounds quite nice, like a little bonfire with your neighbours, just not <laughs> being anally raped by a demon. <laughs> Are you Okay. Oh, roast some marshmallows. <laughs> Let's not get bummed by a demon. <laughs> Julianne's died. I can't. I can't. <laughs> the reason for the attacks are said to be one explanation put forth um, is for the election cycle 
which is a claim that the Puppet Bower is a vengeful ghost of an assassinated former president. Um, towards, yeah, no, it was. Um, <laughs> I will get a name for who it was. Uh, who it was said to be, but I, I don't want the the spirit. JFK is just like I will avenge myself. <laughs> I don't want the spirit to come for me. So, um, people sacrifice goats and hang charms at the bases of fig trees to try and ward off the evil spirit. So that is a fairy tale, um, which why. Is, yeah, it's a bit mad. Like, that really upset. What's the beef with goats? I don't know. I think... It, right, do they eat the goat after? Well, I, I don't know. Or do they just, like, murder it and then just, you know, that's it? I don't know. I know, like, in the Bible, they're like, mm, kill this goat. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, didn't... Or maybe it's lambs. <laughs> um, So one of the stories, I believe, in the Bible where there's the... uh where there's a plague i'm pretty sure that i don't know who it is because i'm not i'm not down with the bible stories but the the dude that goes around warning everyone about the plague um i'm pretty sure he says that if you put a cross in blood on your door then the plague. yeah oh my god oh my god oh my god so um my wonderful friend in america joanna Mm. is jewish and there's this thing i can't remember what religious holiday it is i'm gonna like no, it's not. No. Oh my God. We're going to have to Google it. I don't want to look like a, like a racist piece of shit that I don't know. Or like an insensitive. Uh, Cuts blood on door. Jewish. Google it. Uh, oh, Passover. So you put, oh. um, you put the like goat's blood on the door and some people still actually do it. And a lot of people just put red paint on. Like okay. they ain't sacrificing no goats and stuff. And it's the it's the it's the blood of a lamb, not a goat. Yeah, I was like, is it a lamb or a goat? I don't know, some kind of four-legged yeah, animal. If it's not, it, it will the the it'll strike down the firstborn of every household. That's it. Yeah, and all the all the baby dies, and it's again. What's what is lamb's blood? How does that protect you? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's like is it like Corona can't get you past? It can only get you past ten o'clock <laughs> in the UK. So maybe it's like it's and it's like well, since it's ten, it's like yeah. Not 9.59, it's like, I can't go in there. Yeah. Stood outside waiting for someone rubbing their hands. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, that's what that plague does. It, like, that's, like, there's no blood. I'm off in. And it's bugger. It must be. Um, but that, that's um, one of the only things that I always remember about people sacrificing goats and sheep. and. A lot of people do. I'm pretty sure when we went to, uh, I went to Austria once. Catholicism's quite big over there and some of the churches are beautiful you need to go man like they just have skeletons laid out with jewels on it's amazing you just get to chill with a skeleton um it's honestly it's mad but um and it's a beautiful country it's great um and they uh obviously um I think they do it in Catholicism as well where it's like the same kind of because obviously it's very similar religion like you know it's before the new testament is it Listen, we're making shit up here. But I'm pretty sure they put blood on door. And if if you are religious, please get in touch and tell me. I um I love learning about it, but I don't know shit about it. Maybe we should ask our fellow podcasting friends, Songs of Stray. <laughs> that could be a question for their next thing. Who puts blood on the door for which religious holiday? Well, I did I really struggled with this. I had a lot in my head of what I wanted to do. So like I know I'm gonna 
it's really difficult to find the actual long stories to fucking read out. But um, I obviously a lot of the tales are from like Hans Christian Handersen, the Grin Brothers, mm. brothers, um, and we just know the watered down versions. And I also put that there are a lot like the urban legends we did after the first episode. So maybe we're just copying this episode. <laughs> what to talk about? Um, oh well. But the first one, uh, so I was thinking of doing, I read somewhere about Little Red Riding Hood. And one of the things that interested me about that is that the wolf tricks her into drinking her grandmother's blood in one of the stories. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find that version. Could I find it? No. Um, I was going to do uh, Sleeping Beauty, which uh, is where, put it bluntly, she's raped. And then I think it's by her father or the, or the prince. I can't remember. And then she has- This like is while she's kids. asleep, isn't she? While she's asleep, she has like three kids. Um, and as she's sleeping, one of the babies sucks on her finger where she's got the splinter, you know, the- The, the spindle. Thing. The spindle. And it comes out and so she awakens. So there's that one. Uh, I mean, obviously, Disney aren't showing that side of it of, you know, being raped. It's an outtake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't make the final cut. No. Um, but the one I've chosen is Cinderella. I've, like, copied and pasted the whole story because I'm cheap. But I will um, put it down. And then there is another one which isn't really... It's by Hans Christian Handers- Anderson, and it honestly terrifies me. It, I think about this daily. So, um, but the, but the, I'm going to do Cinderella. Okay. Do I, okay. Do I, read, do I read it all out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me the story. I mean, it's got some weird poems in it by a crow. <laughs> I definitely okay, want right. to hear it. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it like I'll go, I'll talk fast. Okay. So, a rich man's wife became sick. And when she felt that her, that her end was drawing near, she called her only daughter to her bedside and said, Dear child, remain pious and good, and then our dear God will always protect you and will look down on you from heaven to be near you. With this, she closed her eyes and she's dead. Okay. So the girl went uh, went out to her mother's grave every day and wept, and she remained pious and good. She said she were a good egg. Uh, when winter came, the snow spread a white cloth over the grave, and the spring sun had removed it again. The man took himself another wife. So the dad found another G to get married to. Uh, look at you, you spicy bitch. <laughs> Oh my god! What? Hashtag's so cool. Julianne's just there, like a fucking legend. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm not going to tell you what she's doing because I feel like I'm condoning it. But yes, she just looks so cool. She did. She's got the vape pen out, and she's like, "I'm so relaxed." Okay. So the wife brought two daughters into the house with her. Uh, they were beautiful, with fair faces, but evil and dark hearts. Time soon grew very bad. For the poor stepchild. So they weren't ugly, as Disney would like us to believe. Okay. So there's not ugly sisters. No, nah, they're just sisters. Okay, just standard. <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Why should that stupid goose <laughs> sit in the pile with us? They said, if she wants to eat bread, then she will have to earn it out of this kitchen maid. They took her beautiful clothes away from her, dressed her in old grey in an old grey smock, and gave her wooden shoes. So clogs. Brian may be living. Brian may loves clogs. They'd be like, give me the clogs. Um, just look at that proud princess, how decked out she is, they shouted and laughed as they led her into the kitchen. Decked out. <laughs> decked out in my finest wooden shoes and grey smock. 
I'm going to get married in a in wooden shoes and a grey sock. You better. If not, I'm going to be fuming. Um, Livid. <laughs> that's the way to go. I'm going to be pissed. Uh, oh my god, make all the bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you some clogs, Joelle. I'm Brian just losing May. it this episode. Honestly, like, the only thing I think about when, when I think of clogs is that Brian May in his 70s, that's all he wore. And I'm, like, a big Queen fan, and he was just obsessed with clogs. It's just I'm weird. Not, a picture of him, he's got clogs, clogs on. not the most... Uncomfortable shoe. ...thing ever. If you're Brian May from Queen, please write into us and tell us how comfortable clogs are. Yeah, just let us know. Like, is there a trick? Is it, is, you know, do ones that you actually wear have some kind of padding? Is it yeah. like a and seven sock are, rule? You know, if you are Roger Taylor from Queen, just write into me and marry me. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> stop laughing. Uh, so there, she had to do hard work from morning until evening, get up before daybreak, carry water, make the fires, cook and wash. Besides this, the sisters did everything imaginable to hurt her. They made fun of her. <laughs> this is this one's weird. Scattered peas and lentils into the ashes for her so that she had to sit and pick them out again. Wouldn't you just a- buy some more peas and lentils? I mean, well, they're not. like the cheapest thing ever. <laughs> oh, well. yeah, this is like poor times as well. She's not rich. <laughs> but don't you think that's a bit sadistic? Like of all the things they could do, they're like, hey. Just sprinkle your dinner in some ashes. Mm, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not ideal, is it? In the evening when she had worked herself weary, there was no bed for her. Instead, she had to sleep by the hearth in the ashes. And because she always looked dusty and dirty, they called her Cinderella. Um, One day it happened that her father was going to the fair and he asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring back for them. Beautiful dresses, said the one. Pearls and jewels, said the other. And you, Cinderella, he said, what do you want? Father, break off for me the first twig and brushes against your heart on your way home. Wait, so she wants a twig. She wants a twig that brushes against his hat on the way home. Right, okay, so whenever you're walking on the way home, walk through a bush, whichever one attacks you, snap it off and bring me it. Yeah, that's what she wants. She doesn't want, you know, she doesn't want your love, Dad. She just wants a brush. Mental. Um, So he brought beautiful dresses, pearls and jewels for his two stepdaughters. On his way home, as he was riding through the green thicket, a hazel twig brushed against him and knocked off his hat. Then he broke off the twig and took it with him. Arriving home, he gave his stepdaughters the things they had asked for and gave Cinderella the twig from the hazel bush. Cinderella thanked him, went to her mother's grave and planted the the branch on it. And she wept so much that her tears fell upon it and watered it. It grew and became a beautiful tree. Okay, that's a lot of crying. That's, that is, awesome. that's a lot of crying but okay i mean it's yeah okay okay it's a nice thought but yeah it's a very it's a very fairy tale-esque um yeah. idea that isn't it but which is i suppose is what it is so i'll allow it <laughs> okay so cinderella went to the went to this uh tree three times every day and beneath it she wept and prayed a white bird came to the tree every time and whenever she expressed a wish the bird would throw down to her what she had wished for so this is like a magical bird okay is it so there's no fairy godmother in this it's a magic it's no bippity boppity boo it's tweedly tweedly tweet okay right it's just a bird do, do we know what kind of bird? Or is it just it's a, a white bird? So I imagine like it's a dove or something. Okay, okay. It's an eagle. <laughs> penguin. <laughs> penguin. Yeah, a flying penguin. That's magical. <laughs> Stop. Honestly, don't. 
I took a nap before this, so I'm in a very excitable mood. Okay. <laughs> um, now, it happened the king proclaimed a festival that was to last three days. All the beautiful young girls in the land were invited so that his son could select a bride for himself. Oh, when the two stepsisters... Yeah. How else is he going to find a bride? Tinder. <laughs> well, this is Plenty of fish. This is like Tinder for the 10th century. <laughs> Do you wonder if... There must have been... Yeah, that's a funny thing. Like, obviously, they don't have internet and all that jazz. There obviously. must have been dating. Or was it just like, you know... I'm just gonna get a lineup of women who's got the biggest boobs. Yeah, she'll do. No, it was basically like you have a good dowry, as in money. I will marry you off. Oh, okay. Literally how it worked. So if you had money, then you could get married. You what? If you had money, you'd get married. Yeah, or if, like, God forbid, you were, I don't know, like, not very well off, but you were an absolutely gorgeous, beautiful thing, they'd marry you off to someone that was. Maybe had a bit more money, but you would just be married mm. off to whoever your parents decided. That is, I know, it's not yeah okay, not ideal. Again, I mean, at this point in my life, parents, if you want to marry me off to someone, <laughs> I'm gonna die alone. Okay, so, um, stop laughing. Ah, uh, Julianne's in a giggly mood. Um. When the two stepsisters heard that they, they had two been invited, they were in high spirits. They called Cinderella saying, comb our hair for us, brush our shoes and fasten our buckles. We are going to the festival at the King's Castle. Cinderella obeyed but wept because she too would have liked to go to the dance with them. She begged her stepmother to allow her to go. You, Cinderella, she said, you are all covered in dust and dirt and you want to go to the festival. You have neither clothes nor shoes and yet you want to dance. However, because Cinderella kept asking, the stepmother finally said, I have scattered a bowl of lentils into the ashes for you. If you can pick them out again in two hours, then you may go with us. So I'm assuming I'm, I'm assuming does, that they were hot as well. Does that happen in, Dis- in the Disney story? No, so in the Disney one... Um, uh, I'm sure uh, I've, I've read or seen maybe like a discount version of Cinderella where something similar happens, like she throws something in the fire... And says you've got to pick them all out, and if you do it all by a certain time, you can go. But well, that's definitely not the Disney version. No. Okay, I have heard that bit before, though. I can't remember the the stepmother something or other. I can't remember her name. It's gonna really annoy me. Fuck. Okay. So the girl went through the back door into the garden and called out, <laughs> "This is me. You tame pigeons, you turtle doves, and all you birds beneath the sky, come and help me gather." I'm just calling up pigeons. They're coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> the good ones go on to go into the pot. The bad ones go into your crop. Two white pigeons came in through the kitchen window, and when the turtle and then the turtle doves, and finally all the birds beneath the sky came whirring and swarming in and lit around the ashes. The pigeons nodded their heads and began to pick, 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 and the others also began to pick, 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 pick. They gathered all the good grains into the bowl. Hardly one hour had passed before they were finished, and they all flew out again. So the girl took the ball to her stepmother and was happy, thinking now she would be allowed to go to the festival with them. But the stepmother said, no, Cinderella, you have no clothes and you don't know how to dance. Everyone would only laugh at you. Telling her how it is. I mean, why didn't she ask her dad for some nice clothes when they were going to the fair instead of a stupid twig? I read another version where her dad doesn't care for her either. Uh, What a dick. I know. Just wonder what Cinderella's real name is. Oh, yeah, because they call her Cinderella because she's all, like, dutty. Yeah. <laughs> this is called, like, Geraldine. Um, so Cinderella, 
Are you there? You are. I keep okay. thinking my internet's going. <laughs> the internet in this apartment is so shocking. Uh, so Cinderella began to cry and then the stepmother said, you may go if you are able to pick two bowls of lentils out of the ashes for me in one hour, thinking to herself, she will never be able to do that. The girl went through the back door into the garden and called out, you tame pigeons, you turtle doves and all you beneath the sky, come and help me together. You get the idea, they did the whole thing. I'm not repeating right. that then. Okay. The girl took the... The girl took the balls to her stepmother and was happy, thinking that now she will be allowed to go to the festival with them. But him now. Um, but the stepmother said, it's no use, you are not coming with us, for you have no clothes and you don't know how to dance. Uh, we will be ashamed of you. With this, she turned her back on Cinderella and hurried away with her two proud daughters. Now that no one else was at home, Cinderella went to her mother's grave beneath the hazel tree and cried out... <laughs> Shake and quiver, little tree, throw gold and silver down to me. Then the bird threw an old threw a gold and silver dress down to her and slippers embroidered with silk and silver. She quickly put on the dress and went to the festival. Bloody hell, this bird is hench. <laughs> able to carry all this stuff. I, I'm so poor. If I go out and ask my pigeon, Beaker. <laughs> Beaker. Throw down some Be silver. Shake <laughs> and quiver, little tree, throw gold and silver down to me. You might get a bottle cap. I don't think you'd give me that. Probably just shit on me. <laughs> Listen. Uh, so I don't want to go through it all, but the, like the guy to the party, no one recognizes her. Like, um, thinks she must be a foreign princess. Uh, the prince approaches her, um, wants her to dance, and when they ask, he's like, "Oh, she's my dance partner." Uh, they danced until evening and then she wanted to go home. But the prince said, I will go along and escort you, for he wanted to see to whom the beautiful girl belonged. That's yeah, disgusting. Right. She doesn't belong to no one. Yeah. Either that or he wanted to get his dick in when, <laughs> when he got there. Let me take you, you home. Come in for a nightcap. <laughs> mm. 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 Anyway, um, however, she eluded him and jumped into the pigeon coop. In a pigeon it's like a pigeon coop like a big bird's house. Yeah. It's just like, I think it's just like a cage with the, uh, like the, the, the wood mm -hmm. on the each side. It's like a chicken coop, isn't it? But smaller. Well, she hid in there. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, the prince waited until her father came and then he told him that he, the unknown girl had jumped into the pigeon coop. The old man thought, could it be Cinderella? Who knows? He, <laughs> um, he then, he had them bring an axe and pick so that he could break the pigeon coop apart. Uh, that just seemed a dream, just... Just, just, she went in through a door. Yes. Yeah, you got to break it for <laughs> these. I, I swear to God, these people. Honestly, but no one was inside. When they got home, Cinderella was lying in the ashes, dressed in her dirty, you know, dirty clothes and her dirty clothes. <laughs> just all of a sudden went like New York gangster. <laughs> um, a dim little oil lamp was burning in the fireplace. Cinderella was. Uh, had quickly jumped down from the back of the pigeon coop and run to the hazel tree. There she had taken off her beautiful clothes and laid them on the grave. Morbid. And then the bird had taken them away again. Then dressed in her grey smock, she had returned to the ashes in the kitchen. Um, the next day when the festival began, and knew when her parents and her stepsisters had gone again, Cinderella went to the hazel tree outside. She did the weird thing, you know. Right, so it, it goes on. Bloody hell, it's, it's long-winded. It is. It is, but it happens for three nights. Okay. Right. Um, okay. But she, so we get to the point where she loses her shoe. Okay. Does she leave it behind? Or is there something sticky that the prince puts down so that that happens? Because I read that as well. You are correct. He set a trap. 
When evening came, Cinderella wanted to leave and the prince tried to escort her, but she ran away from him so quickly that he could not follow. The prince, however, had set a trap. He had, an, he had the entire stairway smeared with pitch. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's like a sticky substance. I think, um, I think it's um, made of... I think it's what they used to use for... Do you know, like, when they used to make mattresses and stuff out of straw? I don't mm. know exactly what it's made of, but I think it's got, like, straw and hay and, like, a honey tarry. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was what they used to use to like make make stuff that you in. But I've got to say, right, if it's a big fancy ball and there's just like sticky stuff all over the floor, you'd notice, wouldn't you? Yeah, come on, Cinderella, come on. <laughs> um, when she ran down the stairs, her left slipper, specifically her left one, uh, got stuck in the pitch. The prince picked it up. It was small and dainty and of pure gold. The next morning, he went. Um, with it to the man and said to him, no one shall be my wife except for the, the one whose, whose foot fits this golden shoe. So the two sisters were happy to hear this and they had, and <laughs> this makes me crazy. The two sisters were happy to hear this for they had pretty feet. All right, okay. Okay, got it. Start an OnlyFans. With her mother standing by, the older one took the shoe into her bedroom to try it on. She could not get her big toe into it, for her sh- for the shoe was too small for her. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, cut off your toe. When you are queen, you will no longer have to go on foot. Uh, oh, just by the way, I did Google pitch. Uh, I was sort of right. Uh, a sticky, gummy substance secreted by trees, similar to sap. It is dark, extremely viscous material remaining in still after distilling crude oil and tar. I knew it was something to... I thought it was like a honey thing, but I, I guess it's similar. Okay. Is it like amber? Yeah, 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 I think so. You know, before it like goes all crystallised. Yeah, until like, so it gets the mosquito in it so you can make a dinosaur. Yeah. Gooey, yeah. Um, yeah. So the girl cut off her toe, forced her foot into the shoe, swallowed the pain and went out to the prince. He took her on the horse and his bride and rode her away, not noticing, obviously, that she had like a massive bloody shoe. This blood is just pouring out, but whatever. <laughs> However, they had to ride past the grave and there on the hazel tree sat the two pigeons crying out, rook de goo, rook de goo, there's blood in the shoe, the shoe is too tight, the bride is not right. <laughs> Could have just said, she's got a toe off. Then he looked at her foot and saw her saw how the blood was running from it. He turned his horse around, took her back and was like, it's not you. So then um, the other one came and was like, was told she should try the shoe. She went into her bedroom and got her toes into the shoe all right, but her heel was too large. Then her mother gave her a knife and said, cut a piece of your heel. When you are queen, you will no longer, no longer need to go by foot. As you can see, you know, like the way this is going, the birds are like, rook de goo, rook de goo. It's not you. Um, um, it's not the right one either. Uh, uh, that's not the right one either, he said. Don't you have another daughter? <laughs> no, said the man. There is only a deformed little Cinderella from my first wife. <laughs> we have a frog child. <laughs> She's ugly as fuck. It's not her. Um, but she cannot possibly be the bride. Why is he calling her deformed? Maybe she was. Maybe yeah. like she. Unless well, he's lying. <laughs> he's just lying. He's just 
lying. So the prince told him to send her to him, but the mother answered, oh no, she's much too dirty, she cannot be seen. But the prince insisted on it, and then they, and they had to call Cinderella. She first washed her hands and face clean, and then went out and bowed down before the prince, who gave her the golden shoe. She sat down on the stool, pulled her foot out and the heavy wooden shoe, and put it, put it into the slipper, and it fitted her perfectly. When she stood up, the prince looked at her in the face, and he recognised the beautiful girl he had once danced with. And he cried out, she is my true bride. Um, the stepmother and two sisters were horrified and turned pale with anger. The prince, however, took Cinderella onto his horse and rode away with her as they passed the hazel tree. The two white pigeons cried out, rook de goo rook de goo no blood in the shoe, the shoe's not too tight, <laughs> the bride is right. But what if, say she's a size four shoe, mm. what if they were keeper hidden and someone else is a size four? Well, yeah, and I didn't think of that, did they? It's all just, she mm. must be the only person with, I'll tell you what it is, right? From wearing clogs for so long, her feet must be proper, like, do all manky, like. Oh, but she's got like calluses and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's she the only person feet. with feet shaped, <laughs> shaped like waffles. <laughs> so, of course, the, the shoe only fits her. She's got athlete's foot for good measure. <laughs> Everything it, on the, it, everything. When the wedding with the prince was to be held, the two false sisters came, wanted to gain favour with Cinderella and to share her good fortune. When the bridal couple walked into the church, the older sister walked on the right side and the younger sister on their left side, and the pigeons pecked out one eye from each of them. Afterwards, as they came out of the church, the older one was on the left side and the younger one was on the right side, and then the pigeons pecked out the other eye from each of them, and thus for their wickedness and falsehood, they were punished with blindness as long as they lived. I don't get if you if I just if I'm off to a wedding I've just had an eye pecked out I'm not staying at the wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's been like oh, you know what, my my eye is really hurting. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm gonna have to go. But but, but the buffet is it's gonna be on soon. <laughs> just stick around for another ten minutes. Um, it's definitely and an open bar. I yeah. Can't wait. yeah, basically. I mean, not just be like I tell you what, just switch places and maybe read. <laughs> Yeah, if they'd have just stayed like different sides, they'd have just had the same iPad. Yeah. And the stepmother, I've heard another version where the they get the feet put in hot coals for the rest oh, of the yeah. life. Yeah, I mean that's which hot is a better punishment, blindness or hot coals. Hot coals. Have? Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Like me like I like I genuinely feel I'm sure most people do but terrible for people that are blind like fully blind I don't I don't yeah. think I could cope but well, like also, you walk on your feet all the time oh stuff to not just roll about listen this is dead board podcast where we're asking serious questions would you in hot coals or have your eyes picked out by pigeons no, yeah. we'll get a poll going. Actually, we'll yeah, see. What we'll, uh, in fact, if we don't get many people like responding, um, I'll just I'll just message people that would you rather get your eyes pecked out yeah. by birds or out for a drink hot coals for the rest of the time? Can I just ask you four pints in? Would you rather? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's take it upon ourselves to ask five people each. Yeah. See where that yeah. levels out. I will put a poll on Twitter, but. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll get um, <laughs> um, well, one. that's very different from the uh, the old Disney version, isn't it? Um, it just reminds me of. Did you ever read 
Right, and I don't like Roald Dahl. He's an anti-Semitic piece of crap. He's a piece of shit human. No one likes him. You shouldn't like him. But have you ever read um, um, his poems? Mm, no, I know the stories, but... I don't you should think... definitely read the poems. They're actually really good, but don't condone him because he is a twat. Okay, um, what in particular were you referencing with the poems? No, I just, I don't know. I just really like it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'll add that to the list. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he calls Cinderella a whore in one of them. Well, it's a bit uncalled for. Listen. But, uh... <laughs> Have you got another one to, to give me? Uh, yeah, kind of. So um, <clears throat> I read something which um, is called the Akaname, Akaname, it's Japanese, um, and it's basically, um, the meaning is filth liquor, filth liquor, as in filth, disgusting, griminess, liquor, as in using your tongue to lick. Um, And basically, what this refers to is... um, you know how like people should clean their house in general mm. <laughs> um the um akaname is a monster that lives in old bathhouses um and is said to lurk in dilapidated estates um it was believed that fish were born from water and lice were born from dirt and seeing how fish intake water and lice eat dirt all things were thus believed to eat the material that spawns from them um which i suppose is like the the poop from the fish and the and the lice and stuff um and dust and that kind of horrible yucky thing uh so basically um Akaname is uh, lives in old bathhouses and dilapidated buildings. It would sneak into places at night when they are asleep, using its long tongue to lick the filth and grime, sticking to bath places and bathtubs. It does not do anything other than lick filth, but since they were considered an unsettling like thing um, to, unco- to encounter, especially, it said that people worked hard to ensure that the bath places and bathtubs are washed so that the Akanami wouldn't come. Um, there were none who saw what the Akanami truly were, but since Akanami can remind people of the colour red, they're said to have red faces or be entirely red. Um, okay. Aka means filth and also has connotations to the idea of impurities such as depravities, sins, um, and that kind of. Um, I reckon it's probably one of them living in my house. Do you think? Yeah, because my house at the minute is... She's going to come well, no, and lick you your what, no. The living room and the bathroom and everything is really clean. My bedroom, it ain't. <laughs> um, I'll have to see if there's a bedroom version, but as long as your bathtub is clean... Oh, then... yeah, no, my bathtub would be clean. My bath wasn't clean, but it is clean now. You should be fine then. <laughs> Maybe it should be called like a bath liquor. Bath liquor. That sounds like a bit of a like an insult. Like you could throw that about and people would be a bit unsure as to what you meant, but it'd still hurt a little bit, you know. <laughs> but I just mean like like filth liquor just indicates that it's gonna go around like wherever there's filth, like your entire house. 
Whereas like a bath liquor is specific and this guy just seems to be more bothered about baths being dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Like maybe this should be... I'm not trying to change legends, but... Yeah, but there's more, more things to be concerned about. <laughs> well... Oh, I just took my dressing gown off and I got a right cold breeze there. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to put it back on. That is cold. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you um, a story that I remember reading. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to put my dressing gown back on. Screw this. Um, that, honestly, I just, for some reason, I still have the image. It scares me so much. And I'm not even talking about, like, it creeps me out. It genuinely frightens me. Um is horrific so it's called the red shoes you mentioned this and i didn't read up on it because i wanted to be spooked okay there's just a bit in it and it terrifies me so it's by hans christian anderson um you've gone for quite like legendary folklore kind of tales and i've gone like from different i've gone i guess classical tales but Mm. i feel like this is a creepy one so uh anyway i'm sorry about me sniffling guys I'm getting a cold. It's not Corona. Um, So a peasant girl named Karen is adopted by a rich old lady after her mother's death and grows up vain and spoiled. Before her adoption, Karen had a rough pair of red shoes. Now she has her foster mum, mother, buy her a pair of red shoes fit for a princess. Karen is so in love with her new shoe. Well, it says enamored. I can't say it though. So she's obsessed with her new shoes that she wears them to church. But the old lady told her it's highly improper and you must only wear black shoes in church. But next Sunday, Karen cannot resist to put the red shoes on again. And she is about to enter the church. She meets a mysterious old soldier with a red beard. Oh, what beautiful shoes for dancing, the soldier says. Never come off when you dance, he tells the shoes. And he taps each one of the shoes with his hand. After church, Karen cannot resist taking a few dance steps and off and off she goes as though the shoes controlled her, but she finally manages to stop them for a few minutes. After her adopted mother becomes ill and passes away, Karen can't even attend her, fun- her foster mother's funeral. And then an angel appears to her bearing a sword and condemns her to dance after she di- even after she dies as a warning to vain children everywhere. Karen begs for mercy, but the red shoes take her away before she hears the angel's reply. So her shoes just keep dancing. She just can't stop. She's just dancing. constantly can't even sleep constantly constantly karen finds an executioner and asks him to chop off her feet he does so but the shoe this is the bit he does so but the shoes continue to dance away even with karen's amputated feet inside of them that's i just have this image of some red shoes just beep 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 just like blood everywhere not even the blood bit. It's just imagine you're walking down the street and you see some shoes dancing past you. Yeah, that is a it's a bit um what's the word? Dr. Zeus in it. Doctor is <laughs> oh, it's horrid. Ooh, I don't know. I've just I've like ever since I was a kid I've had this image of them like going past the church gates and like it's like a really like like creepy night and it's like fog and you just see the Jesus, you've got some PTSD from these red shoes. Honestly, I actually have. I, <laughs> I hate them. Um anyway. She gets given, um, uh... oh, right, so I'm not finished, (laughs) sorry. Um, The executioner gives her a pair of wooden feet and crutches, thinking that she has suffered enough for the red shoes. Karen decides to go to church so people can see her, yet her amputated feet, still in the red shoes, dance before her, barring the way. Oh my God, so they're like following her around? (laughs) 
you know what I mean? Horrible. The following Sunday, she tries again, thinking she is at least as good as the others in church. But again, the dancing red shoes bar the way. When Sunday comes again, Karen dares not to go to church. Instead, she sits alone at home and prays to God for help. The angel reappears, now bearing a spray of roses, and gives Karen the mercy she asked for. Her heart becomes so filled with peace and joy that it bursts. <laughs> Her soul flies onto heaven where, where no one mentions the red shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end? <laughs> what the hell? Well, there's still some red shoes just dancing about. <laughs> just no one's gonna mock her anymore so yeah. like what well, that's just she's so happy a heart bursts she dies and that is sweet relief obviously yeah i mean clearly that's like the whole thing of that one is to get you to go to church and like just ignore the dancing shoes I'm, wear black shoes that's what this is with, wear black with, shoes i think if i heard that one when i were little like a little little and someone said because i think the one that i heard was a bit like you know, like changed a bit. If they were like, "Oh, if if you don't go to church, you like," and you're thinking, "I'd have gone to church." I'm terrified. Yeah, oh. I don't know. Like, is it because she was going to church the whole time? She was. It's not like she wasn't going to church. It's just that she liked her red shoes and she wanted to wear them. And she's a kid because she's not listening to what like the vicar's preaching. And and, and so okay. Right, we had some tech. We don't know how well this is going to have worked. We may have to fucking re-record again tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see because the, the last fifteen minutes of that is just me losing it. So, add it in anyway. No, well, I'm done anyway. I've I've done my talking. I was just going to say I forgot to tell you. I started. Have you ever watched Ghost Adventures with no. Zach Bagan or whatever he's called? Do you know who he is? Um, no, no. Right. Well. Is oh shit basically, but he did a film called Demon House and it was really interesting. And I just wanted to tell you to watch it, but honestly, the internet might go. <laughs> so that's all I've got to say. Just watch it. Oh god, I can't believe this. I'll add that to the uh, to the old list. <laughs> um, honestly, like I hope that recorded because I hope you've got like fifteen minutes of Julianne just cruising. <laughs> I'm gonna read it. So next week, um, then we're gonna have our first guest on the show, Ooh. which will be super cool and interesting, and it'll be the first time ever that we've done that. So that'll be really good. Um, I'm not going to reveal the topic yet, just because I don't. If we do have any like more dedicated listeners, I don't want you to start looking stuff up i want to be able to tell you about it because i've got quite an um quite a really interesting creepy topic lined up um that i only found about found out about sort of about i'm going to say about a month ago and when i found out about it i was mad that i hadn't heard about it before because it's so interesting and scary and i just love it oh my god you need to tell me it is that wait are you and the guests going to tell me about it yes okay so So, i want to yeah it. yeah so we're gonna tell you about we are gonna we're gonna get you me spooked. reacting i'm so excited <laughs> you're gonna get so spooked uh oh, next week i promise this oh it's next week, it's horrible no i'm actually not working so sweet 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 okay well um 
yeah that's i'm excited i'm buzzing oh my god i'm so excited you should be well, yeah it's cool well anyone that we've mentioned so we mentioned my friend andrew we mentioned uh songs of stray podcast um we'll add you in the linky thing uh f- honestly thank you to everyone that listens we've got a listener in turkey now one in russia um one in the philippines that's mad you- we're getting out there we are and like share and subscribe or whatever you can do i don't know can you subscribe just share it yeah yeah i think you can subscribe and i think you'll get notifications when we upload further episodes as well um which is always nice we are still like we are quite poor so the sound quality is probably wank as you can tell my internet is shit i can't even believe that it just went off (laughs) we don't even know if after this is recorded Um, so we're dealing with that but legit like honestly like 62 people audience size is mental yeah it's it's really really good like i don't know 62 people no i don't either i don't know that many people one in the philippines russia or turkey do i know 62 people that would listen to this no not no no i don't (laughs) Um, so we'll uh we'll get it going we'll upload this as soon as oh god i hope it works yeah i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a look in a minute (laughs) If not, you'll have to message me and I'll just stay up. And All right. Okay. I'll just tell them ah! um, But yeah, so until next time, guys. We don't actually have anything to read out to you this week. Sad times. No one wrote in. Sad times, but next week we will. And we'll also get that poll going um, that we spoke Hot about cold. earlier. Hot calls oh, or blind. Yeah. But um, thank you. And yeah, it's been a really hard topic this week. I like emotionally for me it was just so difficult to find in it yeah it it was hard to a lot of the changes were quite gruesome and strange but um it just didn't make for a very long story so yes we've kind of improvised uh a lot of this is just julian laughing (laughs) oh my god it says my internet connection is on for listening guys bye you know what i know exactly what he's doing as well he's sat playing this freaking game you know that where they're like little people what is it called uh <laughs> lemmings <laughs> i don't know i'll tell you next week bye bye Hello? Right. No, it's not. I'm going to stop. It makes the funniest noise. <laughs> Let me message my flatmate. <laughs> Is it working yet? I can hear you now, baby. <laughs> oh, God, it hurts. It hurts. Well, is it working? Yeah, okay, I can hear you now. <laughs> we might have got difficulties, I'm sorry. But I have to record tomorrow. It's when you go off on one. <laughs>
<laughs> oh god he hurts <laughs> right <clears throat> okay i'm gonna have to like try and have you, have you stopped <laughs> There are tears. There are tears. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not working. Okay, right. Let me just try and stop this. I think it's just because, like, you sound like <laughs> you sound like an angry oh, guitar. Shit. <laughs> I'm to, like, Why have we done record properly? <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna remix you being a guitar and send it back to you. <laughs> you just have to deal with technical difficulties. God, it's still being a bell end. Hang on. No! Right, now I can I can hear you okay, but I can't see you properly. Well, you don't need to see me. I'm... Okay, right. Okay, it's working now, I think. <laughs>